What if everything you thought you knew about the criminal justice system and high-profile criminal cases wasn't true? Join a veteran Buffalo City detective, a veteran Canadian Pacific police captain, and a veteran NCIS special agent, along with their guests, as they dissect the criminal justice system and high-profile criminal cases from their perspective in an unvarnished podcast focusing on crime, corruption, and media bias. It's Search Warrant, coming right at you. Today, we want to wish uh, everybody uh, a happy Thanksgiving, especially uh, those uh, gentlemen and ladies that are, uh, one, either on the road or responding to crime scenes. Um, We've all been there and done that, and it's uh, a difficult time to be doing that, obviously, during a holiday. So uh, most especially, uh, happy Thanksgiving to to those uh, those folks. Um, today, we just want to, uh, you know, give you an idea of what's, uh, what's happening. So you have some items that you might ponder while you're uh, recovering from your uh, turkey coma and uh, food for thought um, in regard to uh, what's occurring all over the country and in some places that uh, their justice system seems to resemble that of one you would find in a third world country, maybe. Um, anyway, we're coming from you, uh, from the beautiful Western New York, uh, Finger Lakes region, uh, home of, uh, Buffalo chicken wings and Niagara Falls and garbage plates and a variety of different things. Anyway, um, to start it off, I would say that, uh, there was an article that came out on Monday entitled, uh, a man without civil rights that was written by an investigative reporter and investigative journalist, Ralph Cipriano, that uh, really is a a blistering look at one of the cases, one of the appalling cases that we've been looking at, and we will delve into deeper. But, uh, I mean, it's a a blistering review of uh, what has happened in that case uh, where the prosecution... Um, has trampled on constitutional rights and civil rights. Um, and unfortunately, it can happen to anybody in that state, obviously, now. The other, the other uh, points you really want to ponder is um, in regard to uh, Mr. Fina, the uh, Pennsylvania Office of Attorney General prosecutor who prosecuted that case and uh, a couple other... Uh, companion cases, if you want to say, who is uh, currently awaiting imminent disciplinary action. You know, he, he, uh, that disciplinary action was, you know, your average human being would think, well, that disciplinary action probably came from his agency who realized that that's a major problem and brought it to the attention of the disciplinary board for action. But Hey, well. John, this, this is Anna. Um, yeah. I was reading a little bit about him. What is that with this, the porn gate that he was ensnared in? What? Yeah, that's... Uh, that was part of it, right? R- the, right, exactly. And there was a recommendation that uh, I read that uh, some of the people involved in that, apparently, apparently some of it, uh, some of the pornography pornography that was being traded by prosecutors and judges in the Pennsylvania 
Office of Attorney General and the Pennsylvania Judiciary was uh, crossing the line on, uh, you know, criminality. Um, yeah. But have, any, but have any of them been criminally charged? Um, that's interesting. Um, and it brings another thing up to up, up to uh, to light. Uh, who oversees the uh, now weaponized, apparently uh, politically weaponized Pennsylvania Office of uh, Attorney General? Who oversees them? Because if uh, if all this stuff is going on, what are they asleep? They can't see that. What what what's happening? They need to have a uh, independent, out of state oversight to evaluate all the things that they've been doing. Clearly, they circle the wagons on. Uh, on issues that are going to cause them some major problems, and we're going to have to uh, have those wagons uncircled. So, to see exactly what is going on, but just the uh, just a, a hideous overview of uh, what has been going on with the Attorney General's office and the uh, Pennsylvania Judiciary is, uh, you know, outlined in uh, Ralph's uh, article entitled "A Man Without Civil Rights." And again, yeah. it can happen to anybody. You know, yeah. for, for any reason, I mean, you know, uh, any anybody residing in Pennsylvania would be subject to that because their justice system doesn't appear to resemble anything that would remotely be the justice system. I, I think we should specify, you know, maybe in another podcast, the massive, massive, blatant corruption and miscarriage of justice that's been going on there. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. I think it should be a movie of the week someday. You know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to actually have a series to cover everything that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got a guy that you, you've got a a law enforcement entity that doesn't uh, clearly doesn't uh, police itself because Fina's uh, trampling on constitutional and civil rights. Yeah, um, had to be brought to the attention of the. Uh, disciplinary board by a by a private citizen and uh you've got oh, a guy that. you know you've got a guy now that uh, uh in charge of the thing that apparently has no idea what constitutes a uh constitutional rights violation or a civil rights violation and he's touting that uh is touting he's touting his inability to know that i mean uh, just incredible i mean who wants to have uh, somebody in charge of a, you know, uh, an investigative entity that doesn't know that and uh, is trying to um, utilize that violation of uh, constitutional rights to further his political position. I mean, that's insane. What is, uh, John, what is uh, Mr. Fina doing today? Where, where's he, where is he now? Um, that's a good question. But, uh, you know, it, it uh, based on his Porngate uh, involvement, and uh, I'm sure he's enjoying uh, Thanksgiving dinner uh, preparations. But he should be uh, he should be in Morgantown, West Virginia, with his uh, friend. It's again, it's interesting that he was uh, at one time the head of the Pennsylvania Office of Attorney General's Public Corruption division in charge uh, yeah <laughs> and sat, yeah. sat a desk next to seth williams 
while Seth Williams is involved in heavy duty corruption. I mean, you know, people talk about uh, quid pro quo. I mean, wow. I mean, the potential exists for something to have been happening there. I mean, uh, you've got a, a prosecutor in an office that apparently doesn't have any oversight that himself is involved in corruption and pornography. Uh, one opinion is is that it's over, it was over the line and they been, it should have been criminally charged. I'd really be interested in knowing why they weren't criminally charged. Yeah, I, I mean, um, won't they? Won't they? Won't they put together a special counsel for this with all this going on? I don't think there's any question that to have somebody that uh, you know takes a look at this whole picture, it screams for that. Yeah. It absolutely screams for that. Sadly, the, the citizenry of Pennsylvania is subject to, to all of that. I mean, you know, and you've got a lot of bad actors running around with, uh, you know, self-imagined impunity. And one way to put that, put an end to that is through a, uh, an investigation by some entity that is not beholden to anybody in Pennsylvania. I mean, yeah. I said a long time ago, a long time ago that they should uh, grab a, an AUSA, an assistant U.S. attorney from, you know, Arizona or Nevada and have him that knows nothing about Pennsylvania and have him come in and look at this uh, with, uh, you know, a, a team of uh, investigators that are not uh, intertwined in this whole mess and, you know, start dismantling it because it's a, uh, it's a major, major problem. I mean, you've got a third world country justice system rocking along there and nobody in the media, um, because of their lack of uh, being a watchdog. And yeah. uh, like, like Tom said before, you know, they want to be first, not accurate, but they want to be first. Yeah. Um, this thing is a disaster just uh, waiting to be reported, you know? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, people should uh, take the time to read, uh, if you Google a big trial, Philadelphia, and an article entitled A Man Without Civil Rights. I think uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, which spells out what's been happening with that case and other companion cases, um, they'd be shocked. I mean, it's appalling. It's absolutely appalling and not representative of any kind of uh, justice system that uh, we've certainly worked under. Yeah. So I'd like to add too, if anyone that's listening to us, you know, has any more information that they, they want to share or bring out, they should um, contact us through our Gmail account. Uh, that's the only way at this time, right, right, John? Yeah, and that's yeah. Uh, um, search warrant zero two at gmail.com you know you're more than welcome to you know provide us with uh, your thoughts in regard to this you know it's it's got a lot of uh, tentacles to it but uh, touting an investigative entity that has run run amok over over people's uh, constitutional rights and civil rights is is really uh, appalling and you know I certainly hope people We'll read that article, and and certainly uh, it raises a lot of questions with anybody that would read that and want to know more information, which we will 
pursue in detail. You know, again, the, the criminal uh, justice reforms and the, uh, you know, what's going to result from that. I know last yeah. week there were, there were, last week there was a bunch of uh, New York state law enforcement agencies that got together to respectfully request the laws on that until they have an opportunity to speak to it. It's a horrible, horrible reform. I was I was going over it today, and from from you know what I used to do do with the police department, it would definitely have thrown out a lot of my cases. I was going through uh, not only not only is it uh, letting people go without bail, but they also have a part of the law where all the evidence uh, has to be turned in within 15 days, which is would have been impossible. I mean, ballistics is fairly easy. But other tests like DNA tests from rapes, uh, drug tests, cell phone records, IP information, sometimes that would take me like 90 days to obtain. Google, it, it takes 120 days sometimes just to get an uh, IP address, which stands for Internet Protocol, which gives us the actual location of our suspects. Under, the, under this reform, the bad guy um, charges would be dropped, and I don't think people realize that because of lack of evidence. And, you know... How would that make you feel if you were, you know, a victim of the crime? I, I'm sure a lot of people are not aware of the nuts and bolts to this reform. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the the uh, the sad part is is that the uh, potential victims out there, mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody's a walking victim as it pertains to, uh, you know, something to happening happening, oh, to them. and they yeah. should wake up and realize what what they're facing if they, you know, they certainly don't anticipate being victims, but it, it would be uh, hell if you were aware of this and suddenly yeah. became a victim and you did nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I read some of the social media articles describing it, and it says, oh, it's okay, it only applies to serious crimes, but um, let me read a few of them to you, John. Tell me if you think these are, uh, you know, um, not serious. Uh, they would let people go for crimes such as manslaughter, serious, ag aggravated vehicular homicide, rape, serious, serious, um, promoting obscene sexual performances by a child, serious. And 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 not only that, they're going to give an appearance ticket to somebody that that has a sexual performance by child, you know, a uh, crime on, on or charge on them. Right? They go back right. home. You know. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I, re I remember in some of my cases where I would be charging with uh, the victims and witnesses' names, I would leave them out often, very often, on my complaints because the, the bad guy, I, I call them the bad guys, the suspects, uh, would go to the homes of these witnesses and try to intimidate them. And now... This, this reform, another part of it is, is stating, I, if I'm not mistaken, that witnesses' names must be released to the criminal defendants. And I was reading it. I said, are you kidding me? You know, who came out with this? Has obviously never been the victim of a rape or a aggravated harassment where you may be afraid what? of the suspect. You may not even know who the suspect is. I mean, there was, yeah, there was just a case that, uh, you know, this early uh, release, there was just a case that... Uh, a guy had uh, assaulted a woman, mm -hmm. was arrested and immediately uh, returned, uh, released, and uh, he went and killed her. 
So, yeah, I'm sure that kind of stuff is going <laughs> to happen. I mean, they're they're opening the floodgates here. You know, and and another thing I wanted to to say was that a long time ago, um, former Mayor Giuliani. Uh, he he had a, a special way of cleaning up the streets in New York. You couldn't go in Times Square without being pickpocketed, or, or or someone would come up to you and try to you know commit crimes. And he he had a, a, a idea that it was called the broken window theory, and and basically it was like if you if you really uh, go after people with the little small crimes, the big crimes never have a chance to happen. And it worked. He cleaned up he cleaned up Times Square so well. Like two years later. Families were there, and it was it was all because of that theory, which they're throwing out the window with this reform. Yeah, it really makes you uh, wonder where the priorities are for people yeah. that. Are yeah, Go Governor Cuomo said that these reforms will pay for themselves. Since when is running a public service, you know, uh, being run like a business? We're supposed to serve and protect people, not not save money, not have a, a bottom line. Right. Well, like Tom said before, I mean, you know, they're going to release these people and we'll never get them back. And then they're going to hire more people to find the people. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's an expenditure that's uh, I got, an, I got another one for you. I got another one for you. They're going to have to hire special security because the they're going to know the, the victim's address and the victim's going to be, fra uh, you know, afraid. I think well, that's a possibility if, as well. If, if I understand it correctly, the defendants can visit the crime scenes. So, uh, I mean, and, and, and probably what change if the them. crime scene is that residence? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's a stupid, stupid reform. And obviously whoever, whoever's doing, whoever is behind it, it didn't talk to any lawmakers about it. I'm sure of that. Yeah. They, uh, there's a major problem with that without, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. So anyway, um, yeah, hopefully we can get uh, Tom back at some juncture. But uh, anyway, that's uh, just some food for thought. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of problems out there, particularly with uh, the justice system right now, in particular, um, that need to be a, need to be addressed. And there's uh, at least one justice system that's run amok for a long time. I mean, uh, something what was put out this week that, uh, you know, identified some of the uh, embarrassments to uh, law enforcement, which included a uh, former district attorney that is now in federal prison, one that's impend pending uh, imminent discipline, one that, uh, again, apparently has no idea what a constitutional rights violation is, and one that uh, had all this porn running amok in his office, and uh, and no one's prosecuting them. No one's, yeah, really, no uh, one's investigating them. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, I was going to say when you were uh, when you were saying that those uh, you know um, suspects in a uh, under the new. Uh, Reform Act would be released with an appearance ticket. You know, um, in that Pennsylvania Pennsylvania uh, justice system, where the prosecutors are swapping pornography, some of which cross the line on criminal acts, um, and it's been 
apparently reported somewhere that some of it involved child pornography. I mean, just for were they prosecuted? Were they, for, yeah, were they just prosecuted? For possessing it as a crime. Yeah. Right. Were they prosecuted for that? No. Um, that's an interesting thing. Why would they not be prosecuted while they're attempting to prosecute people for the same exact thing? Who's, who's going to prosecute um, the prosecutor? Who's right. Gonna... So that's why you need an uh, uh, independent probe of that entire group of bad actors. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. the other thing is this. I mean, uh, any self-respecting law enforcement agency, if you have somebody that, just as an example, like a prosecutor, that uh, has significant in integrity issues, all the cases he worked on are now tainted. So, because you have no idea what he did to get around uh, things like grand jury secrecy or, you know, uh, intimidating witnesses or, you know, whatever he did, um, you know... Um, that's right. And if we I, don't know the extent of that. If I was a defense so, attorney, I'd be I'd be looking at all these cases. If I if I had a client that could benefit, yeah, absolutely by challenging absolutely. it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and somebody's got to uh, take a look at that independently because it it all smells. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's like uh, you know going into a third world country justice system where the 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 head guy is touting uh, uh, how, how how awesome he is. When I, I just I just heard from uh, somebody had called me and said that uh, you know some of the numbers that they're coming up with are cooked, are, are cooked up numbers. You know, so he uh, uh, unbelievable numbers I mean, for, it, uh, cooked up numbers for what for uh, for dope uh, cases. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, yeah. You know, yeah. anyway, so, you know, if you can take it, uh, take the time to read that, read that article, a man without uh, civil rights from uh, big trial. Um, it'll certainly open your eyes to what happened and, and continues to happen, actually, in that case um, with the uh, egregious prosecutorial misconduct. Did they follow things they should have followed now? Did they? Did they trample on people's constitutional rights? Yes. Did they trample yes. on civil rights? People's civil rights? Yes. Yeah. Um, what about the, all the other cases that they may have done that to? Yeah. Who's looking at that? You know? Well, one of the good things is that with these type podcasts and social media and Twitter and so forth, we can spread the word where before it would have been limited to just a one paper kind of town thing. And right. it would be very limited. So I think that's a huge step in the right direction. Well, we can I, talk about it. Again, I mean, you can put it in a, it's a umbrella of corruption, obviously, that needs to be examined by an independent entity before other people get hurt by it. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, uh, the loss exposure is extreme for anybody that lives in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, sure. Based on what, uh, what you can see from their historic, uh, their historical uh, actions. I mean, when you have prosecutorial misconduct that is not um, identified by a state entity and has to be brought to the attention 
of the authorities by a private citizen. I mean, that's bad. Do you know the details of that case that the private citizen came Yes, forward? as a matter of fact, we have a copy of the, uh, of the complaint and uh, we can also talk to the uh, person that actually made that complaint. Oh, good. So, uh, where, where would one find that, John? Well, we will be able to post it on, uh, on our Twitter, at, which is at search warrant one. There's so many issues that uh, have yet to be addressed that need to be addressed in that complaint. But again, I mean, to for for a uh, nobody recognizes the prosecutorial misconduct in any of the investigative entities in that state. So it has to be brought to their attention by a private citizen. Are you, seriously? I mean, that's. Uh, well, like in, in the police departments, I mean, we have our own internal affairs and they, they operate quite independently, but they, they, they know the ins and outs. They know what, you know, what the police department does. And I think that uh, there should be something similar. I don't think that they have that in the prosecutor's office, in the district attorney's offices. Well, I, you know, I mean, even if it gets to the Pennsylvania judiciary, which has upheld constitutional rights violations in cases that they had. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, what can you say about that? You have, you, you can't be, uh, I mean, you have to totally disregard that entire system because of what they've done in all these cases. And, you know, until all these other tainted cases that were touched by these, uh, um, yeah, it's, I mean, people it's that are involved in prosecutorial misconduct. It's a I mean, you don't know the, the extreme of the the uh, you know you don't know the extent of it. it. Has to you know somebody has to rip through all those cases and find out exactly what they did do, because there's every reason to believe that uh, nobody was stopping that prosecutorial prosecutorial misconduct. Yeah, and it's got to be someone totally independent because. They all know everyone, you know, work together. Most of these players that I'm, I'm reading about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um, again, if you can read that uh, article and we'll be coming out with a lot more, we just wanted to give you a, uh, a taste of, uh, the, uh, investigative disasters that are going on in that particular area and the criminal justice reforms that are in itself is a disaster. That if somebody doesn't uh, stop it, uh, everybody's going to be uh, again victimized by the by the reforms that are being pushed. Yeah, I would I would ask that if people you know um, want they should contact their local politician and let them know they're not very happy about this. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any question that they they've got to get uh, they've got again like you said they got to get the word out that this is uh, incredibly. Uh, harmful and potentially fatal yes. to people that uh you know don't aren't paying attention i mean it's going to be a a shock to them when they realize that uh you know the guy that just uh assaulted them is back on the street in an hour with uh with an appearance ticket <laughs> exactly and he, and he has their address <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he has his phone what, number address <laughs> what do you uh, yeah. horrible, horrible. Needs to be changed. I think if more people more of the public really were aware of this there would be an outcry 
So hopefully, you know, people uh, who are listening to us, spread the word, please uh, share whatever information so that it gets out there. Right, right. Yes, and uh, if, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. So, um, again, if you want to reach us, you can reach us at uh, searchwarrant02 at gmail.com. And again, um, if you're a law enforcement officer and you have a awesome case you've worked on, but the media has totally ignored it or uh, reported on it and done so in a manner which uh, causes it to be not representative of anything you've done, um, you reach out to us and we'd be uh, we're pleased to publicize your uh, your awesome work because uh, it doesn't get uh, the credit that you deserve. So, and it yeah, I'd like to add too. If anyone has any questions or comments or, or has any information that they could share with us, also. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And we've actually gotten uh, quite a bit of that, which we haven't even touched on. Which, yeah. which it draws a finer point on uh, this uh, hideous corruption that's going on, and uh, you know, everybody is uh, again. Everyone is. Uh, susceptible to that mm -hmm. you know it can happen to anybody um you've got some bad actors that clearly think that they're um they have some idea of uh self uh impunity you know um self-imagined uh impunity that they, they they think they can get away with it and uh it's got to stop and we got to go backwards and figure out exactly who's been doing what it's bad news all the way around and it needs to be resolved before. Uh, well, we should keep talking. Before. We should keep talking about it uh, so that more and more people are aware of it. I think that's going to be a key. Yes, absolutely. All righty. Um, hopefully, we'll see you next week. Okay. Thank Anna. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye. Time. And uh, till next thank time. Thank you. Thank you, uh, technical support personnel. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye.